0: It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s with a ban on black players in the NFL with a past that informs the present. Blackballed is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. You can find Blackballed on The Ringer NFL feed. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell.
3: And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with the Gwyneth ski trial, of course, ever after and publicly calling out brands.
0: It's going to be a good one. <sighs> Great. I'm so excited, you guys. I'm back. But I didn't miss all of the Gwyneth excitement. In fact, I actually think I kind of joined, right? You at did. The right you time joined online. at the right time. Yeah. Okay, so let's check in with this ongoing trial. So you guys, I'm sure, did a little backstory. I feel like we've been talking about this for years, this damn we ski We literally trial. have.
4: <laughs> Four years ago, it was one of the first things we ever covered on Tea Time was this oh guy deciding to sue her. That's it's funny. ongoing. And now, like... Truly everyone is talking about this. This is like the like I was the hairstylist and everyone who like doesn't care about celebrities generally was talking about this thing. And I had to like explain it to people, Uh, (laughs) which I'm here to do again. But yeah, there have been it's just been like extremely memeable. And we talked about last week. It's like a good kind of like not low stakes because this man, you know, obviously has has injuries, but also the way that he seems to be trying to exploit it kind of makes it like hard to root for him. Uh, yes. And so it, it's just one of those things where like everyone's hate watching it and can't believe what's happening.
0: And you know what I also find enjoyable is Gwyneth is really just leaning in. She's not trying to be an everyday's woman, innocent, kind of like it's just little old me. I didn't do. She's truly like dressing, acting, just super casual. Like I could not give a fuck about this trial. This trial means nothing to me. And that makes it more enjoyable because it does not seem like she's torn up about this either.
4: Yeah, she's kind of like, well, I would be wearing this at home, and I would be acting like this at home, right? and uh, I may, guess I may as well just do it here since you've forced me to be here. Right, and um, mm-hmm. you can
0: also tell based on the way she's a- answering these questions, which we shall now get into. Amelia, do you want to start with some of these the crazy moments in no particular order?
3: Yeah. I mean, there have been, I feel like they've been all over TikTok, which is fun. People have just been clipping them. And there's that one, (laughs) this stupid YouTube, it's not stupid. I'm sorry. This YouTube channel called (laughs) the Law and Crime Network, which I don't know who started Uh it, but they started doing coverage of like the Johnny Depp trial. And now they're doing this, they have other random stuff. And so you can stream it on there every single day. Um, but I know it's crazy, It's crazy. They've, I mean, good for them for, you know, building a brand, but, um, (laughs) anyway, one of the craziest moments (laughs) so far, like there've been random mentions of other celebrities. They've like randomly mentioned Oprah. There was like a Tom Brady connection because I, I guess like he started a company with someone who like, I don't know. There's something involved with the stink thing. I had read it, but now I forgot. I'm so I apologize. That was on me. Um, really, the point is that it has no
4: real connection. <laughs> right. Exactly. There so is no real connection. So why would you need to know?
3: Exactly. Um, but one thing I just want to briefly discuss is that it's been confirmed. Gwyneth Paltrow is not good friends with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She was asked about it because apparently there was a video where she was dropping her little goop gifts off and there was like. I think she might have, I don't know, dropped off like a vibrator or something for Taylor Swift. And Sanderson's lawyer, who is just this, I don't want to call her
0: unhinged, but I'm not hiring this lady if I'm yeah, on trial. same. She struggles um, to stay on topic, which she's seems like really the does. whole job. <laughs> also, she needs to try to not be friends with Gwyneth after this trial. She's and, fangirling oh a little God. too yeah. hard. A little it's, bit. Like the whole job is
4: to like be objective and stay on track. And she's doing neither of those things. <laughs>
3: absolutely not. Correct. And it's embarrassing on, and you know, I mean, I don't, who knows if she'll have a career after this, but she was like, so you're not good friends with Taylor Swift to provide her a personal gift. And it was just really weird. And Gwyneth was just like, I mean, we're friendly. I've taken my kids to her concert before. It was just like, yeah. why and are this we making came this up, into a huge
4: this thing? This came up because of like the $1 thing. Right. And that too. But yeah. It's like, because, why, why are we talking about Taylor Swift? Like, where is this going? Even if that's the connection, like what, what were you trying to prove?
3: Right, right. Because Taylor Swift sued someone for a dollar just for the point that, you know, she was suing on principle. Um, Uh And then Gwyneth actually wants the dollar. We learned that she actually wants the dollar. (laughs) She's like, I actually, I would like the dollar. So
4: (laughs) I would like the dollar.
3: It's just um, there's another one people went crazy for was. (sighs) Sanderson's daughter took the stand. Everyone's child is taking the stand in this. Mm -hmm. And her last name is Harith. And for some reason, she said, "Uh, my last name is pronounced like Harris with a lisp. Harith. Just like you could have just said Harith. Like what is going on? It's just like so random. Just like these little tidbits that are just like. Out of context or honestly in context. Yeah. They're
0: absurd. (laughs) They're absolutely absurd. So, What else? What about these treats? I didn't see this one. What was this?
3: Right. So I guess Gwyneth's security detail asked if they could, quote, bring treats for the court bailiffs, which is like nice. But also that seems like a little Mm -hmm. like, are we trying to win them over? And I Mm guess uh, (laughs) uh, Sanderson's attorneys were like we object and uh so they were denied to bring Damn. treats i would love to
4: know what she wanted to bring
3: <laughs> right
4: we i was thinking maybe Goop? rice crispy. we talking supplements oh, we're talking oh, maybe. just like granola like what granola Ball carrots broth? yeah i would love to know what that's she really was ready funny to roll with
3: i just it's so funny it, like i no one would ask if they could bring treats except no for like Gwyneth Paltrow you know it's just it's she
4: is so oblivious and insane and that's it's what amazing. makes so fun like yes. she's just a parody of herself so many times over speaking
0: mm-hmm. of so a couple of my favorite moments was a lot of this trial is focused on what this man has lost since the accident he's lost the ability to wine taste he's lost mm-hmm. all interest in his activities he lost his mm-hmm. er, his girlfriend broke up anyway oh. so Sanderson's attorney asked Gwyneth how this accident has affected her she deadpan all seriousness goes well I lost a half day of skiing <laughs> and that's it the girl doesn't give oh, anything for that's this incredible also I did not know this at the time but the further I went into this the more kind of weird random details come up mm-hmm. um Sanderson had previously called Gwyneth King Kong oh, coming down God. the mountain <laughs> And, like, that is how she ran into him when she was like screaming and like spread out like King Kong. But he has since walked back those comments because I think oh she God. was offended by them. Um, well, yeah, I would I would think
3: so. Some to yeah. call it's also you like King Kong. Hard to
4: imagine of all people going with Paltrow acting totally. like that.
0: Totally, oh. especially on like the easiest slope of a mountain. Anyway, mm-hmm. my last favorite moment, shout out to the tall gals, was was Sanderson's attorney, I guess, was probably asking about her size because they spent so much time about the impact of this mm-hmm. crash. And then she asked Gwyneth how tall she is. And I think she said something like 5'10", like, but I'm shrinking or something. And then this attorney on the— f- just on a dime goes oh my god you know i am so jealous like i'm in foreign chills and i barely scraped da, 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 da. and she starts having it's as if they're like sitting down for tea talking about like little girly things just like their height and like it was such a weird moment and you can tell Gwena also didn't know what to do with that because she's like we aren't cool like what are you doing right now <laughs> um anyway she needs to be a slightly more professional but so um, weird. Yeah. She's
3: all over the place. I mean, she is yet. I feel like I've been watching all of these attorneys on like reality TV. Like there was one on, I don't know if you guys are watching love is blind and he's crazy. And I'm like, I'm not hiring you. I'm not hiring this lady. I'm not hiring him. I'm not hiring any lawyer who like is acting crazy. You better stay out of trouble.
0: Amelia, you guys stay out of trouble. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's really bizarre. She is acting and she's she's gone just as viral for all of these things as mm-hmm. Gwyneth have.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the fits. Please feel free to jump in. I just kind of grabbed this because I've been riveted by it. her outfits. Uh, there there's a New York Times article called How Should Gwyneth Paltrow Dress for Court uh, by ben- Vanessa Friedman, who is a fashion reporter I follow on Twitter and really just like even beyond this, her outfits have been everywhere. Yes. And. I'm curious what we think because some people are like, oh my God, she is slaying. And then other people are like, she's not slaying. And like, that's the strategy, which I think is more kind of Vanessa Hmm. Friedman's take in this article is like, she's wearing neutrals and she's wearing cardigans and like very, like obviously very expensive, nice clothing, but like pretty basic. Like don't, you know, like Mm. Cardi B rolled up to her, uh, her trial last year in like the suits and the purple and the boobs were out Ah. and the like, it was like- She's not being flashy or ostentatious. Yeah, which really isn't necessarily her thing anyway. She likes neutrals and like expensive basics in general. But Vanessa Freeman's whole thing in this article is like, she's very, dressing very Park City. Like, I'm one of you. Like, I'm a skier. I'm, I'm like not a celebrity who is just like causing chaos on this like slope. Like, I, this is just like my thing. Oh, So- just like talking a lot about the strategy of this. But I I did want to, I really like a lot of these outfits. I think that like, they're honestly very solid for what she's trying to do. There's one fit that I want to discuss, which is the, uh, the Goody Baker, uh, like sort of Puritan-esque long skirt boots cardigan that was Mm. memed quite a bit on Twitter this week. How do we feel about this like extremely long skirt, uh, like lug sole boot situation?
0: First of all, I love it. Second of all, I think, I guess I didn't see that perspective because you are right. They are neutral tones. It's conservative. It's, I, I believe, a semi-appropriate for court. You know, she's not like, yeah. you know, she's in like suits and tights and boots and blouses. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you take one second more to look, or if you like care about like fashion or brands and then you're like, oh, she's wearing like the Row head-to-toe Prada. Is that yes. all black? Look? Those like, boots sulis. are like $1,600. Yes.
4: $1, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: perhaps... But because of how publicized this trial is, I would imagine that she knew people would be like, what is she wearing? So I don't know. If I could go inside the mind of Goop, I would. But I can't tell wow. if she's trying to be normal and this is what she came out with or if she's like, right.
4: this is it's, my— It's very Gwyneth to be like, yes. I'm going to look like very basic, very yeah. like— you know, big little lies, cashmere boots, yeah. etc. just like one of the people and then like not be able to like go the extra distance and not wear like the incredibly expensive fits, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, well, right. I mean, I'm going to wear like the absolute most like rich, rich white woman version yeah. of this that I it's, can.
3: Yeah. It's interesting, too, because they've been saying that she's wearing a lot of stuff that's currently for sale on goop.com, Stop. which is like. Smart, honestly. Wow! Oh. Oh. Be a walking billboard for your company.
4: Why not? Oh I God. did not see she that. She always has the side hustle.
3: Yeah, you know. Oh,
4: my God. You guys, I still okay, am so, so curious about the treats for the security I was gonna guards. Say, were they absolutely goop, a goop Yes. <sighs> yes. They so, might be. Yeah. Wow. Why wow. not? Oh, Why my not. God. I'm sad this is
0: ending. This I believe that they're making a decision today, which is Thursday yeah. when we're recording, and the jury will mm. decide goop's fate. Yeah. So as and you're listening
4: to this, you people scary. will know whether she is guilty or innocent. Yep. I have one last question because regardless of this, uh, of how it goes, how the jury rules, uh, Rolling Stone published an article today uh, with under the headline "Uncancelable," And the headline is, you cannot cancel Gwyneth Paltrow because Gwyneth Paltrow is mother. Paltrow's (laughs) ongoing ski trial has only managed to make the actress more likable, but only because of truly how unrelatable she is. This is by E.J. Dickinson. Great read. I don't know if I agree that she's uncancelable because I know if I say that, she will do something like legitimately bad uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I'll feel bad for defending her. But I do think that like she, and we've talked about this with other celebrities in the past. Um, I think she's entered like an era of celebrity where like she's so unself aware and out of touch and oblivious and such a parody of herself that like she kind of is uncancelable. Mm, like right. she's such a living meme at this point in this trial has like really just cemented that, uh, mm-hmm. that I'm, I, she just has like passed, like crossed over, you know, to like, yeah. almost like a character. Like, I feel like we're in this so is, absurd, right? Yeah. And this article talks about like, it's almost like watching succession and like watching like yeah. on succession <laughs> yeah. and like, yeah. you're not rooting for her. Cause you know, she's a shitty person, but like, you're so entertained and like, she's so. Like such a like caricature, yeah. yeah. Like she's just there, and there's nothing you can do to stop her from right. being there. Right. So
3: why not just embrace her? And absurdity. she'll well, like you be don't have herself. to like her, but yeah, right.
4: She's like so Gwyneth in so many ways at this <laughs> she, point. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's so fun to just like hate watch, yeah. And you this just, just is, I don't a know. Very fun celebrity she will news. never. T- it really has. And like I yeah. do, I think that like this has really cemented like just her as this like living meme celebrity. Yeah. Right. And this
3: is actually like a fun celebrity trial. This isn't, yes. I mean, in yes. respect to yeah, like, totally. you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. O- the stakes it, are lower. Other things it could be. Ex- yeah. The stakes
3: are much lower. So it's like way more fun to meme this. It's way more fun to like, just discuss it and totally you know, and, yeah it's just you know what more right. could you want i guess yeah. yeah
0: much like amelia's on the on the j-lo beat, i have the goop newsletter and she hasn't mentioned this once perhaps after this comes out she'll put something out but mm-hmm. i doubt it i bet she will never look back at this moment for She's gonna pretend uh, it uh, it at any happened. point in life yeah wow. okay let's keep moving uh let's do the next category not worth the tea this week in social media and relationship news kate please
4: You guys never log off, never touch grass, never hang out with your parents, because if you do, you will come back online and open your phone to uh, videos of Harry Styles making out with Emily Ratajkowski on the streets of Tokyo. Wow! Uh, You have to stay vigilant out there. And the moment your eyes turn away from the screen, uh, it just things will start happening. Um, That is my general PSA. Uh, This is something that happened to me this week here's the thing I think people are kind of like this may as well happen you know like yeah. sure it's, it's celebrity progression of things it yeah. is yeah. and I actually don't hate it first of all I like that Harry is being like a little chaotic like in mm. his full relationship with Olivia Wilde it was chaotic but like mm. in like he was spotted out with her but they were never like making out yeah you mm. know they were like that's a great are, point these two are like sucking face yeah in Tokyo <laughs> she was just with Eric Andre he's between shows who knows what like is happening. I don't I don't think they are serious. I do kind of hope that they have a chaotic summer together. I would love yeah. to see just like some more yacht content. Like yacht Harry Yacht 3.0. <sighs> yeah. Um <laughs> Oh my I, God, that reminds me of Taylor Swift on a dinghy. Remember? Or on a on a <laughs> boat? And she was just like, Meh. Do you remember that <laughs> photo? Yes. I love that Thank photo. You so After you broke up with her. Yeah. For yeah. that. Um yeah, this is already very chaotic. I w- was immediately annoyed because page six is like, Emily Ratajkowski uh, is begging <sighs> the forgiveness of Olivia Wilde. Oh, my God. God. I was like, no, yes. no, she is, is not. Some no, source. she's but not. But they are actually like kind of friends. Apparently, oh, they were whatever. just photographed together at the Vanity Fair Oscar party last spring. They were like they were next to each other at Harry's concert, like dancing together. Oh, OK, so, oh. I, mean, I don't know this. Oh. Me either. Huh. Um, I do think they they just kind of share like the like loud white celebrity feminist um, brand. So I think sure. that maybe has brought them together. Okay, but yeah. Olivia has not commented. Emily has not actually yeah. been like, oh my God, Olivia, forgive me. I'm sure she'll say something no, at some point because she loves yeah. to talk. But I actually don't mind this. I will say like, sorry to Eric Andre. <laughs> that was a just really short and it's got to be yeah. tough to watch her move on to Harry Styles. Not that we ever thought that was like very serious. Did um, you see that Julia Fox commented on whatever post and she goes, that's my girl like what, what, on a video That's that really making funny. out like teenagers I love it Julia get in there also like adding just Ooh. a beautiful level of chaos totally. um, but I'm kind of enjoying Emily Ratajkowski's like Pete Davidson era like just go date mm, all, yeah, the sure. mill, all the all yeah. the guys why not them? All of them.
3: why, why not? not she's
4: been stuck in that shitty marriage for God knows how long oh with my that guy God. Yeah. it's that like ugly ugly man make yeah. out with Harry Styles in the streets of Tokyo like you might as well yeah go for you it you know I don't mind it as much as I thought no. I would even though she annoys me it's like sure I
0: know. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised how big of a blessing you're giving, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> I, Go forth you know, and prosper, too. Harry Styles. I'm entertained.
4: <laughs> I was shocked, but I'm also like, sure, this yeah. seems yeah. fun. Well, Why it's not? That's where I'm All at. All right. Next Why one. <laughs> this is, again, just like a real throwback to like our pandemic era mm. um, news. Not that the skiing thing was, the skiing thing was pre-pandemic, but you may remember one of our favorite things to talk about in about like 2019, 2020 <laughs> uh, was the relationship between Lana Del Rey and... Uh, Sean, quote, sticks Larson. Sticks. Um, obviously, this did not stick with Liz because she put this in the outline, assigned it to me and called him Spider. <laughs> That's my bad apologies <laughs> thought, to so sticks. Close. Um he's the one who was like the retired cop who's like the star of the like live PD reality TV show. Lana uh, yes. was in a very chaotic phase when she was dating him. That was when she was like super conservative and like wearing like the mesh mask. and oh, it was just my such God, a I weird forgot. couple. Um, she also then in the oh. wake of this relationship, you may remember we talked about in December, she bought a billboard advertising her new album in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is his hometown. Um, it's mm. so like really sticking it to sticks, but nice now one. she's engaged. Uh, yeah. she has moved on with Evan Whitaker. They mm. have pretty much kept this relationship under wraps, but they've been spotted out together for like the past couple of months, at Restaurants, stuff like that. I'm not up to date on what Lana Del Rey has been doing. So this was news to me. But she just released her album. She's engaged. She's thriving. Sorry to sticks. Great. Sorry.
3: So sorry. <laughs> All right, Amelia. Oh my God. Okay. So news broke. Uh, I when was it Friday of last week? Maybe I think it was like right after. Yeah, it was like right after we recorded. Or the okay. The day. And it, it turns out <laughs> that Reese Witherspoon and her husband. I think his name is Jim Toth. No yeah. one has ever heard of this man. <laughs> I know. He's like an agent. And then he invested in Quibi, I guess. Um, oh, and, tough. Tough yeah, run for not, Jim. <laughs> it's been really rough for him. Um, they announced their separation slash divorce. And like any normal person, I immediately went, oh my God. Wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. We talked about this on a podcast. And I am like 90% sure that I predicted That she was getting a divorce, which that sounds really bad. That sounds like I was
0: rude. Explain our
3: reasoning. We were talking about the movie. Right, because we were talking about Ashton and uh, Reese for what was that movie? I don't even remember the name of it. Your Place or
0: Mine? Thank you.
3: I would not have gotten that. Yeah, it's your your place or mine, I think. Um, It was that horrible Netflix movie. And they also had a really weird red carpet tour where they just would not. Even touch each other uh, at all, and it was just awkward. And it did more to make people kind of suspicious.
0: Yeah, and right. I remember
3: thinking at the time, this seems like they're, you know, heading something off as if like she's getting uh, going to get a separation or a divorce soon, and to make sure that people
4: don't think that he had anything to do with this. Right. Yep. They were. They were like, it was too much. Like, Mila Kunis was like, oh, I told them they have to be closer, and right. oh, I told them like they they kept talking about like. Her Mila in relation to Reese and Ashton, and we were like, yeah, especially Amelia was like, something is off here. Why are they being so? Yes. Defensive? Why are they being?
3: Yeah, like, what is the point? Like, why? Why are you doing this? No one so, thinks you're sleeping together. Right. <laughs> Absolutely no one. And even if you know they were touchy feely, I don't think I would have thought that. Still, I would have been Agreed. like, okay, yeah. they're yeah. friends or something. Agreed. But they the made a point been in a million rom coms. Yes, continue. exactly. Yeah, yeah, no. And you're so right. And it was just like, this is really weird. So I'm pretty sure. On this podcast, however many weeks ago, I said something, yeah, like, I think she might be on her way to a divorce. Obviously, I'm not rooting for anyone to get a divorce, but, you know, if it happens and I predicted it, can I capitalize off of it? Well...
0: Are yes. we gonna? Are you gonna say I told you so? Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Absolutely. Yeah. That's um, the job. Also, you were thank not you. being malicious. You were truly just thinking about PR strategy. You Connecting were like, the her dots. team. Something is up, so it's not exactly you wishing ill. Yeah. It's not. Thank
3: you. It's not me wishing ill, but it is me saying I was right. I was Called right. She, you were right. Her marriage <laughs> has dissolved, and I always thought this was a weird relationship to begin with. It's just something about it. i was like, huh? what? She can and do better. She can do better. And also, well, yeah, I I, I don't. Apparently, he got involved because he was at CAA, which is that huge talent agency. And then he left it for Quibi, which we mm-hmm. all know what happened to Quibi. And apparently, some places are saying that he's in debt, which sounds insane. But Quibi was like a billion dollar venture. So oh. it's not good. Yeah, it's yes. not good. But now there was a, uh, a little blind item on Dumois that someone submitted and they were, and the message is a list actress who just announced her divorce is newly dating a list NFL athlete who is also recently divorced. So now people think that Reese Witherspoon is dating Tom Brady. Do we think this is true or is this just another (sighs) Dumois exclusive that is not an exclusive and just someone wrote it and
4: she said, okay, I'll post it. I don't believe this because I don't think he is ready to date the Reese Witherspoon type yet. Interesting right. If you tell me this A year from now I'm like Wow maybe. I think okay. he's in his Like Instagram model era Like his Miami era Yes, yes. He's in I, his like Newly divorced On Raya era Wow
0: completely I completely
4: Agree with you that's Also that me. is
0: So many kids It's just It feels too complicated He needs yes. like a Also the whole Allegedly his divorce You know He's not emotionally familial. there yet Yeah He's yeah. not ready Yeah He's like Yeah that's this my take. an odd one I right? don't buy this whatsoever. Do you, Amelia?
3: No, I don't think <laughs> so. Maybe they flirted somewhere, exchanged yeah. numbers. They'll come back to it in a year or right. so. I, a yeah. year from
4: now, I would be like, sure. Yeah. But now right. I think it's too soon for both of them for this. To be yeah. Right. I
0: think you're Agreed. right. Yeah.
4: yeah. Agreed. Wow. All
0: right. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> I found this late last night and I was thrilled. Um, <laughs> Doja Cat our fave has gotten a couple of body modification procedures. That's what us weekly is calling them. AKA she got a breast augmentation and then she got lipo on uh, her hips, like her lower half of her body. So whatever she's been tweeting about her recovery. She, uh, she's joking about it. Um, her fans are asking for like pics and like update progress pictures. And she clearly doesn't care. She's like soon when they don't look like two loaves of bread, give it a couple more weeks. Blah, blah, okay. blah. So then, so she's like interacting with people talking about her plastic surgery, being funny as usual. And then a fan or <laughs> troll, whatever, someone who follows her tweeted at her and said, Stop encouraging your young and impressionable fans to change their bodies. And wow. she, a verified account with 5.5 million followers, goes, Eat my long, quiet, and warm farts. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, she's so funny. She's a poet. She's a (laughs) poet. She is. She's so fucking funny. I Hilarious. I don't know. Absolutely hilarious. Perhaps another celebrity that would respond in that way. But I would encourage (laughs) them to do that. Take more from her.
4: Incredible. Uh,
0: Oh, I just thought that was great. We Um, have to stand. We have to stand. (laughs) We have to stand. And then, okay, we're talking about Drew, and I always just, like, love when she's in the news and on her Hmm. show, like, Clips go viral. Um, So she was doing her thing. She was interviewing Jennifer Aniston um, and Adam Sandler. And previously on the Drew Barrymore show, she's been very open about premenopause or menopause and just like, you know, the changes that her body's going through. And uh, people, and she, Drew herself is saying that she possibly had her first hot flash like on the show live while taping with Jennifer Aniston. Wow. Um, they're like talking, and she's like, "I'm so hot. I'm thinking of having my first hot flashes." She's like taking off her blazer, and like Jennifer Aniston is just sitting there being like, "Oh, I'm so honored." And then <laughs> she was like, "Do you feel this in my heart?" Anyway, um, I just I just like every single clip I watch of this show, uh, and that's kind of
4: that. That's,
1: that's all I had hilarious. to say. I love it. I love, we love that. her. And Tune that's in, a great segue yeah.
4: so to our cringe mound.
1: Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
2: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea.
4: Guys, it's 25 years since iconic Cinderella story ever after uh, starring Mm. queen Drew Barrymore uh, graced our screens. And we love a Cinderella story on Tea Time. We've talked about many, many of them. (sighs) Indeed. Uh, But we've never talked about this one. So we were like, let's do it. Let's take the opportunity. Ever After came out in 1998. Uh, starring Drew Barrymore. It's basically a Cinderella story, but it treats it like a historical tale. So it's like set in Renaissance France. Of course, no one has a French accent. We'll talk about the accents. Drew barely has a British accent. I don't know what they're doing. We all know the basics of Cinderella, but in this one, Drew is like Danielle de Barbarac, which again is (laughs) the only French word in this movie, basically. Um, (laughs) She gets the mean stepmother, Angelica Houston. She gets her stepsisters, uh, Melanie Linsky, and the other one whose name I am forgetting. Give me one second. It is. She's very blonde and beautiful. Megan Dodds. Thank you so much. But she starts like running into this prince, like sort of accidentally makes him think that she's a noble woman. They have Mm. all these chaotic encounters. They bond. They make out a lot. Ultimately, he has like this masquerade ball. Um, she shows up dressed as an angel, iconic. We will also discuss. Um, she gets outed as not a noble woman by her stepmother.
0: Right. the whole thing.
4: She almost has to marry this other gross guy uh, with a mustache. And then the prince gets his shit together and proposes and they live happily ever after. Great. Love it.
0: First highlight for me is I just love the Melanie Linsky renaissance that is happening in the last couple years. Ever since I feel like Yellow Jackets and everyone was like, oh my God, where has she been? She's so good. There's a new season of Yellow Jackets coming out. And I just, in general, feel like she's been more like in the press doing like— Circuit, she's been with her husband a lot, Jason Ritter, like doing Mm -hmm. joint interviews, which is really fun. Speaking of the Drew Barrymore show, great interview between the two of them about Mm -hmm. their love story. Um, But I enjoy every single thing I learn and read and hear about this woman, not to mention she's a great actress, but just Mm -hmm. happy in general about
4: that. She is the rare celebrity where like the more she talks and posts and tweets, the more people like her, which is so rare and so difficult to do as a celebrity yeah. Um but she's just a woman of the people. She her mm-hmm. like internet fan fave status has really yeah. grown over the past couple of years and we love to yeah. see it.
0: Yeah. Um, My Mm -hmm. other highlight, I possibly should have shuffled this around. This is so specific (laughs) and at the very end of the movie. So I apologize for t railing us. But there is the most un-Cinderella-like moment in this movie where Drew has just had enough of these two stepsisters and the the mom and her life. And she gets really mad and just absolutely knocks out this other stepsister (laughs) smack in the face and like, Truly like KO'd, like falls to the ground, can't get up. And yeah. it was so unexpected. This movie is like kind of, I, I, I shan't call it slow, but just did like it's moseying along in this like medieval <laughs> France era. And then mm. out of nowhere, this happened. And I was like, this is exciting. This is,
4: this is why I keep watching so love that's it. a
0: personal favorite <laughs> you never know when
4: Drew Barrymore is just gonna punch someone in the face honestly yeah. on any uh, episode of the Drew Barrymore show I feel like there's a non-zero chance that she'll just <laughs> be like flail <laughs> out and it. punch someone in the face <laughs> love it highlights for me I'm a sucker for movies that have the little like let me tell you a story intro yeah. <laughs> like the Princess Bride or like any of those other ones this one starts out with like the great great granddaughter of Danielle de Barberac and she's like it's the Cinderella story it was true oh, yeah. so she like yeah. talks and then like it comes back to her at the end it's like I love it. I love that shit. Tell me a story, (laughs) old woman. Um, uh, Huge (laughs) highlight. Just in general. And I think the most famous element of this movie is the costume party uh, and her angel outfit. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get um, most of this is like pretty faithful, like historical movie. But you get a little bit of like out of time, out of place like vibes here. Like she has angel wings on and glitter on her face. And it's like a very 90s uh, costume in Smack Dab. It reminds
0: movie. me of Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet yep. and like Claire Danes yeah. comes out with the angel wings mm-hmm. and looks kind of similar. It's like big, which yeah. came out, yeah, like two years before this movie. Yeah, so.
4: and it's also like kind of like a knight's tale where like some of the like medieval styling in that movie is like, okay, this was clearly just like 90s, 2000s, like what they yeah. wanted to do. Um yeah, that's funny. But it's just great. She that. looks beautiful. It's just like a very iconic uh image. Yes. Yes. Cinema. Yes. Definitely.
3: Agreed. I, you know... I love this movie. I just really (laughs) love this movie. I've loved this movie since pretty much it came out. I think I saw it. You know, well, probably. You know, it was one of those movies that like replayed on like Fox Family when ABC Family wasn't Freeform and was actually like Fox Family. Um, Mm -hmm. I it played there and I would watch it and I just I don't know. It's a really sweet, fun retelling of the old Cinderella tale. And again, I just, I love Drew Barrymore. I am just, yeah. I love her. I think she is so charming and fun and a great actress, beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. She could do no wrong in my eyes. So Completely. Yeah.
4: This really sells her too. Like, I feel like if people are like, oh, Drew Barrymore, like whatever. If they haven't seen this movie, I would be like, you have to watch Ever After. And like, yeah, she's yeah. got it, you know? Yeah. Question. This is a highlight for me. <laughs> This is a very 90s thing to do. But like, is this the Cinderella story adaptation with the highest number of makeout scenes? Because like it goes very 90s in the middle where like they're just making out. I'm like, Are, what is happening here? Like, this isn't the end of the movie. He has not proposed. They're just like <laughs> survived some, gy- some like bandits or something. And I'm like, we're just going for it. Like she, I guess she's so. like never met a man before this moment. I mean, she has, but you know. <laughs>
0: Uh, You're right. In all the Cinderella adaptations we've even watched on this, te- this is definitely
4: far and away. There's a lot of kissing most. in this seen movie. Scene for scene, yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of one that uh, is steamier than some of these. Not that like they're like really going for it, but uh, yeah. again, there's like tongue. Yeah. You know, there's more tongue in this uh, than okay. other Cinderella it's movies that we've Too early for you watched. to say
0: that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go low lights. I'm moving on from the tongue. Um, low light. <laughs> you guys. Drew. God love her, her British accent. And I think we've said this before and I can't do one. So, right. It's hard because I'm like sitting here throwing stones, but it's like very uh, like high school play. Like kid learns British accent. And it's like, oh no. Like <laughs> what? Like, oh my breaks. God, it is. And it kind of, the accents confused me. I went back to her IMDb, tried to find another time. She did an accent. Couldn't find one unless you guys can well, think of one.
4: Also like this movie is set in France just don't do an accent. Like it's not, they don't have British accents anyway. So like we don't, you actually don't have to do one uh, at all. Totally. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to have like glitter on your face later in this movie. So like, we're obviously not going by the book here. So just have an American accent. It's fine.
0: You're right. Also had to say it, maybe I'm just being a hater, but this was an absolute flop of a love interest for our girl, Drew. (laughs) Could they not have picked any man more charming or, or captivating to match her, Beautiful angelic energy. Did you guys like this guy cast in this? Do Gray Scott?
4: Never heard of him. Mm, I thought Whatever. he had good hair. His only redeeming quality was his curtain bangs. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> they were pretty good. I would like to emulate them. Um, his blowout. That's routine. why he was cast. But that's just the <laughs> that bang. was it. The hair was carrying him all the way through this movie. He was giving me nothing. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Very much go girl. Give us nothing. Yes. Yeah. Um, what else? Another man. I have two things about men in a row. One, uh, her friend Gustav is like her little like peasant friend. Uh, right. He's he's like, yeah. And he, this man is so far in the friend zone. He cannot see the sun. Uh, I kept thinking there was going to be like a little love triangle thing. And then I was like, maybe he's supposed to be gay. Cause like he got really excited when the prince, he was like, the prince loves my work. But then I was like, no, I think he just is is so deep in the friend zone yeah, um, that sure. he just doesn't even realize he's there. So that was tough to watch. Sorry to Gustav. Yeah. And I just think there's this creepy bald guy with the mustache who she like almost has to marry at the end. And that seemed yeah. like a really unnecessary addition uh. to me. I was like, this movie does not need more men. We have enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we need like a another dark. villain. Yeah. So I was yeah. out on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and once again, this movie just really made me want to watch Ella Enchanted. Speaking mm. of princes with floppy hair running into cinderella stand-ins who are really mean to them in the middle of the woods i was like i've seen a, i've seen a yeah. better version of this actually as yes. much as i love ever after i love el enchanted so much more so yeah. someday we will watch that movie but yeah not this week and
3: That's amelia what like. is your low
4: light
0: i
3: i really could not think of i tried hard for several minutes and i just i
0: can't i'm sorry i don't have <laughs> any. a true fan
3: amelia was like <laughs> yeah. mm, no
0: nothing. Yeah. We'll not speak against it. Exactly. All right. So let's
4: see what's age the best and the worst. Kate. Two bests in a row for me. One age the best is just like the three main ever after gals. And really, this is what inspired this pod was they went on uh, her show this week. Melanie Linsky and Megan Dodds. They dressed up in their little outfits. She's got the wings on. They're in their little cute renaissance dresses, uh, and they both—they all look amazing, and I love mm-hmm. they are still, like, friendly, and yeah, I just love it. Yeah, agreed. Also aged the best, the eyebrows in this movie are very 1998, which again has come all the way back around <laughs> yes. to being in another moment where, like, they were like, we could, we could style them in a way that <laughs> makes sense for this era, That's or so we Why could would just- they? give them <laughs> brows that are just like fully on fleek for the 90s and they did yes. that so like there was a scene where they were all eating dinner together and it just kept cutting from like the stepsisters especially Megan Dodds and Angelica Houston back and yeah. forth and I was like the brows are browing it's <laughs> really good stuff uh, being served <laughs> it's here really funny so love that uh, Amelia
3: Um, I just quickly you know poor Melanie Linsky I, I, I mean I don't want to say poor Mel- Melanie Linsky because she's you know, a strong lady. And um, I think Lily takes all this unwarranted criticism. Well is, but this is the second film where we've watched her be labeled as the quote unquote fat one. And first of all, she's not even fat. And, and even if she were, who cares? She is beautiful yeah. regardless. And it's just, she's even getting this. Like, did you see that tweet? Because she was in the last of us and fucking mm-hmm. Adrian Curry, who like you peaked in 2002 lady, go away was out here was just like calling her out for I don't even for not like having a body that she's supposed to have. I'm like Adrian shut up yeah. shut up you stupid top model you're not even <laughs> I listen I have a lot of
4: problems with Adrian Curry
3: but um I'm just I just want to say that that is just like ugh what yeah. what how yeah. dare you so also
4: she looks so much like Drew Barrymore in this movie like I kept kind of confusing them and I was like mm. if she looks exactly like the lead like what are we doing do we yeah. all have eyes right? like she is clearly beautiful <laughs> Yeah. Like what? It's insane. What is happening?
0: Exactly. Uh, But
4: yeah, she, she takes, she does take it all in stride. Like she does. Yeah. Kudos.
0: All right. MVP. I went, uh, unconventional. I'm giving it to the hairstyle, which I've tried to learn over the years and I can't (laughs) do it where you take two little braids and you put them all and they follow quite nicely. Drew Barrymore rocks it the entire movie. And so do her sisters every once in a while. Two braids just down like this. Every girl on TikTok's doing it. I can't do it. And Mm. that's my MVP.
4: Liz, your hair is about the same length as uh, the crazy I have extensions the, in this the The skill, the hand. Oh, yeah. The fine, fine motor skills to yeah. braid your hair. Exactly. That's tough.
2: Kate, did um, you pick?
4: My MVP, I'll take Angelica Houston because she's mm, just like, yeah. she's just has the most evil stepmother energy of any actress in Hollywood ever. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. She's so good at just like being a cold bitch to anyone. Yes. And
2: yeah. as what?
4: soon as she got out of that carriage, I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, she's just great. Uh, that's
2: so
3: okay. true. Um Amelia? Yeah, you know, I'm taking Drew because yep. I th- this is a real star vehicle for her. And I just also, you know, I, I love love a Nepo baby. And Drew and Angelica Houston, two of the wow. best Nepo babies, honestly. Like, Carrying the team. Uh, they really are. Yeah. I mean, talented Charismatic Wonderful Beautiful Like just Yes That is what I want In a Nepo baby And <laughs> these two ladies You know Amelia Did you
0: save your Instagram stories Where you ranked the Nepo babies Did you like put that On a highlight or anything <laughs> Yeah yeah I did Oh yeah. good Nice good. You can check that out If History, you want the rest baby. of Amelia's Nepo baby thoughts The
4: archive Yeah, <laughs> love it
0: uh, okay, one lightning round question from me, and I ask you both: What was your favorite medieval activity in this movie? I feel like we like really question. leaned into like the environment of them living in this medieval age. They, my favorite activity was when Drew Barrymore was flying a kite in the middle of a field, and her little best friend that Kate keeps <laughs> talking about, Gustav. Uh, Was just on the side, just like watching her and Drew Barrymore is watching the kite. And that's, you know, how you pass the time. Wow. (laughs) And just very smooth brain kind of energy (laughs) from
4: the two of us. Sounds nice. Sounds nice. It
0: was peaceful. No thoughts I initially
4: had these In Age the Best And then I saw Liz's question So I moved this down here But two activities Very in right now (laughs) Represented in this movie First of all Beekeeping We've talked several times About how all the celebs Are beekeeping (laughs) uh, These days We see some beekeeping In this movie And second of all, uh, the prince is out here playing pickleball, <laughs> I cannot was like, believe pickleball that. is so in right now. Very <laughs> on trend. So right. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, I don't really know what pickleball entails, but he there was a low net and he was hitting a ball against a wall back to this guy. And I was like, yeah, pretty sure. That's pickleball. Yeah. Um, so just like squash, very, on, yeah. very on trend
3: for this movie. Yeah. Agreed. Completely. That is really funny. Um, yeah, I agree. Beekeeping is cool. And, you know, randomly swimming in lakes. Can we bring that back? That's cool.
0: Yes. That was nice. Very peaceful times back then. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's move on to the last category. Two times unanswerable questions. Kate, what is your question?
4: Uh, Annie Black on Twitter pointed out that Emma Roberts is doing SpawnCon for milk. And Hmm. I believe she meant this in a way where it was like, wow, this is embarrassing for her. Um, She's on her Instagram (gasps) story. She is doing yoga. And she has a little caption, like little Instagram words that say dairy milk is the leading food source for nine essential nutrients in children, two to 18 years of age, including calcium, hmm. vitamin D and potassium. My question is, why is Emma Roberts doing SponCon for specifically cow's milk? And when did this become cringe? Because like you guys remember in elementary school or whatever, like you used to be in the cafeteria and you had those got milk posters. Yeah. Maybe this was just the Midwest, but like got no, milk no, no, with yeah. the milk mustache, does, yeah. that was like a big thing, like famous ass people we're doing like got milk commercials. Some right? great ads. Yeah. So like, isn't milk actually point, back now? Isn't milk cool again? That's what I'm wondering. Is, is it? Dairy if, milk? Yeah. If like they're rebranding this dairy so milk confusing. because yeah. we've Up. had like this oat milk, almond milk, alternative yeah. milks phase.
0: Yeah. Um, totally. I know
4: Liz, Liz is still what team goat milk. What are you working well, on over there? I thought
0: that was going to be a trend kind of right. past it. We went back to cow. Yeah, so we're back to that's not going to happen. Um,
4: but just like, is this embarrassing? Or are we back in the era of dairy milk? Is she just oh, like ahead of well, the times? <laughs> Thoughts? Well, oh, I we- think also a lot of people are lactose intolerant. <laughs> right? So I think they, that factors into No in matter total. how much they want to be like Emma Roberts. Exactly. Like, I can't.
3: And they're just like, my stomach can't handle it. Which, yeah. I you know, I get it. Um, I, I think, you know what? If, if you, <laughs> I just, if you have the... <laughs> The, uh, enzymes? Uh, the, enzymes? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the enzymes to break the enzymes. The enzymes and the opportunity. Sure. Why not? I think this is great. I totally Why not? Agree. You know what? It's more money for her. Good for her. Do it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Seriously
0: though, do it. If you no, you're to do it, do privilege. it. Yeah. Yeah. I personally cannot break down lactose, but for those who can't, <laughs> go for dairy milk. Yeah, I, why I think that? dairy milk is cool again. And it, oh my God, maybe it's going to be cool that you like can drink dairy milk. You know what I mean? Wow. And yeah. then all of
4: us are going to be left a the, the privileged few. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I don't find this embarrassing. Go, <laughs> Emma Roberts, get the Great. bag. I'm yeah. glad I asked this. I wasn't sure what the answer would be. Yeah. All right, yeah, Amelia, yeah. we solved that. What's yours?
3: Um, mine is this happened. Oh my God. Again, one of those like, I think it was yeah. Friday or this something. This was a Friday news dump. Yeah. Selena Gomez took to her Instagram stories with this little note. I can't believe she did this, honestly. I'm, but I mean, I can believe it. But I'm also like, wow, okay, cool. In uh, just like a, a black note, she has in the typewriter writing. Haley Bieber reached out to me and let me know that she has been receiving death threats and such hateful negativity. This isn't what I stand for. No one should have to experience hate or bullying. I've always advocated for kindness and really want this all to stop with a little heart. And I, one, I, I mean, obviously don't, I don't want Haley to receive death threats either. That's horrible um mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm sure selena probably has received some crazy stuff as well but uh, not that it's a competition but i'm just saying it's right. just like you know also it's just like i mean then don't bully selena in the first place okay and then also but i, but I understand selena's really petty too i get <laughs> oh that God, they're we both can split like, ourselves in circles yeah, about you're this you're covering right. your bases yes. amelia okay you thank you well i That's just want to make sure that everyone yeah my but my actual question is you know selena's the one out here that Haley is knocking on her door begging her to defend her and i'm like Where the fuck is your husband? I'm sorry. Will Justin Bieber please defend his wife? Will he ever defend his wife? I mean, if you want an example of like the prototypical not wife guy, that's Justin Bieber. You want an example? (laughs) It's him.
0: I think I married? God willing, the hottest this feud is ever going to become. I feel like this really reached ahead. We have dug up every possible video and old yeah. interview and comparison and whatever. That if he's not going to do it just then, then I don't think he's yeah. ever going to do it. If Selena this was Gomez time, is crazy. defending
4: Haley Bieber before Justin Bieber, it's not going to happen.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's never happening. Wild. And I'm just like, I'm totally wow.
4: wow. Wow. Indeed.
0: It says a lot. Wow.
4: His silence says, says, a lot. says a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Okay, my question for you two, I feel like I'm always asking you personal questions just to get, just to use this as an excuse (laughs) to get to know you two. Have you two ever publicly added, you know, on Twitter and at a brand and like bitch them out, complained, said something negative because your customer service or whatever your experience was so god awful? Maybe it's an airline, maybe it's a clothing company, a restaurant, whatever. Have you two ever done that and used your Twitter clout to call out any company or brand?
4: Uh, well, I had my Bagel Bites feud. <laughs> oh, right. I'm oh, is that back that. when your K-pop stuff was happening? Yeah. And everyone- yeah. <laughs> that was, that, I mean, that really backfired on me. Well, um, I forgot. Why. But actually, we, one of my friends emailed. It was, I said something about BTS. It was really, Bagel Bites had this whole thing where they were, like, run by a BTS fan. And they were, like, <laughs> a BTS stand account. And, <laughs> and then they, I made a joke. And they, like, responded and were, like, really, like... Kind of encouraging death threats against me not to be a baby. That Hayley is about it. Oh, But one of my friends bite. actually emailed Bagel Bites and was like, "Your social media account is like actively encouraging people to pile mm. on yeah. this person." Uh, yeah. So I did not That's do it horrible. myself. But did they I, listen, respond? This, did
0: Bagel Bites HQ respond? No. Mm.
4: Um, but that, wow, that is definitely not the uh, the the target of that oh. account anymore. It did not last yeah. very long. So I like to Good. think, mm. Jesus, we brought yeah. them down cool. from the inside. Um, but no, I've never done like the, oh, Delta Airlines. Uh, you've lost my whatever on Twitter. Yeah. I don't think. Maybe yeah. I have, but I, I don't think, trying I to think
0: I have. You just need to use your power mm-hmm. for these things. Continue, Amelia. Have you? Oh,
3: no. <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, I could see myself being like, Delta, how dare you? But yeah. I don't think I I have. And again, I'm still locked out of my Twitter. So if someone could help right. me. I do? <laughs> yes. I don't Should we
4: think to that baby back. Guys, Should I publicly bit Twitter <laughs> to get Amelia back on Twitter. Serious. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't Honestly, to, Amelia, it's all going downhill. Okay, so, so maybe it's good. You got I'm out right, ahead of time. There. Okay.
0: All right. How's your TikTok going? Have you posted new content? I have it. No, I mm. you know, I'm an
3: Instagram I, girl now. <laughs> yeah, so, well, and now I'm afraid uh, TikTok's going to go away. I mean, it yeah, looks like TikTok it is. So, bill.
0: Amelia, <laughs> where are we going to put your social expertise? If all the platforms are she's making up. it's going to be tea time exclusive uh, content
4: that's what she's doing she's limiting go. she's <laughs> limiting the uh, the content elsewhere so that people are forced to listen to us you heard it here first work. taking strategy. one for the team that <laughs> thank is you. strategy thank you Oh, that's funny thank you
0: all right let's wrap there thank you guys so much for listening thank you to Kaya our producer I'm Liz Kelly I'm Kate Alwell. and I'm Amelia Wattemeyer